Welcome to the Julia Curated Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Julia, and this is a home-centered podcast where I cover anything and everything revolving around these delightful dwellings we call home. For this week's podcast, let's head to the bar because we are in the throes of the celebrations for Christmas and all the fun puns that come along with it. One of which is the overly used word spirit. Just look around and you'll for sure see some billboard that says, let's get into the Christmas spirit, drink absolute vodka, or you'll receive an invite in the mail to a soiree where somebody promises, and I quote, a spirited evening. So what's the spirit they speak of? What constitutes a spirit from a liquor? And why is it associated with Christmas? Sit back, relax, and brace yourself for a spirited episode. Sorry, I really couldn't help myself there. Now, if you're still sitting here completely clueless, let me just call it what it is. Americans love a good punchline, and we have a bit of a problem normalizing alcohol consumption, so it is our dream when we can use a covert name for booze and getting drunk on the front cover of our Christmas invites. We live for it. Before we go down the rabbit hole of tracing the word spirits to its origin point, let's have our first segue as to why Christmas and spirits are associated. In Christian culture, you have the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, right? Ghost being a spirit. And there's also the case in the Old Testament when Jesus's disciples are, quote, filled with the Holy Spirit during Pentecost, and they began to speak in other languages, with some bystanders jokingly writing off their strange behavior as a symptom of having drunk too much wine. We have all been there before, haven't we? But my brain blows right past that and goes directly to a one Michael Caine in A Christmas Carol, where he has a midnight awakening by the ghost or spirit of Christmas. Are you the spirit whose coming was foretold to me? I am. You're just a child. I can remember nearly 1900 years. I'm the ghost of Christmas past. Okay, side note again. If you have not seen that movie, it's great. Michael Caine, love him. However, that little girl ghost is something that once you see it, you can't unsee it, and it will stay with you forever. I saw it when I was eight years old, and every single time that Muppets Christmas Carol comes on, I literally, I have visions, and I just try to close my eyes real tight and not see that scene. Anyways, so we have now realized that spirits and Christmas are interconnected. You've got Jesus Christ on one hand, you've got Michael Caine on the other, but they are not mutually exclusive. Because of the heavy Christian influences, aka the reason for the season, the topic of spirits naturally arises. And I really wanted to create like a risen joke about Jesus, but one, it would make my mom very unhappy. So sorry, mom, if you're listening to this, but I didn't do it. I thought about it, but I didn't do it. And the second was, I'm just not that funny to come up with a good good pun for it. So anyways, moving on. Like most things in history, the actual origin point of why alcohol is referred to as spirits is hard to determine, but let's explore a couple of possible explanations. Most believe the word alcohol originated in the Middle East since the prefix al is Arabic. The debate is about which word it stems from. There's two options here. You've got al-gwal, that's a-l-g-h-a-w-l, and al-kal, A-L-K-O-H-L. 
So that first one, let's look at that for a second. Al Gual. That word means spirit. It's referenced in the Quran, verse 3747, and it refers to a demon or spirit that produces intoxication. Okay, so that makes total sense to me. It sounds like alcohol, and it literally means intoxication by spirit. While you would think that this is an open and shut case, but we can't get ahead of ourselves here because there have been plenty of scholars and academics who have also traced the origin point to early eyeliner. Yes, eyeliner. You heard that right. Remember that other word, alcohol, K-O-H-L? It's a word that's still used today that is a powder consisting of the mineral stibnite, a.k.a. early eyeliner. Now, don't go trying to use this or make this into the new TikTok trend because from my research, it's hella bad for you. You'll probably go blind. Don't do it. And I know what you might be thinking here. Julia, why are we talking about eyeliner and how does this have anything to do with spirits and alcohol? Well, stay with me. The original method of transforming stibnite into makeup was similar to how people distilled liquids. Alcohol might have gotten co-opted to mean anything distilled. Now for our next segue, let's chat distillation very quickly. For those of you out there who are not cohabitating with a whiskey fanatic and who have not had to endure many a lengthy conversation about the science of distillation, I will give you a Cliff Notes version. According to Encyclopedia Britannica, distillation is defined as a process involving the conversion of a liquid into vapor that is subsequently condensed back to a liquid form. Distillation is used to separate liquids from non-volatile solids, as in the separation of alcoholic liquors from fermented materials. So imagine this, and I'm going to take some historic liberties, so be warned. We are in ancient Egypt, and we have some stibnite rocks, which look a lot like graphite, and we decide to boil them, collect the vapors, cook those vapors down, and now we have a super concentrated black substance that we smear across our eyelids to make us look like Cleopatra, or for my vision, I am choosing 1963 Elizabeth Taylor's version of Cleopatra. Now, distillation leads us to the third place of where the word spirit might have started to mean alcohol, 16th century alchemy. When the word alcohol started showing up in recorded history in England during the 16th century, it came to mean the spirit or essence distilled from some other substance, as in the alcohol of wine. So all of this has led us here. Now that we have briefly touched on the parallels between Christianity, Christmas, and spirit, we then looked at the earliest point of origin of the word, alcohol being derived from the Middle East, either by al-gwal or al-kol, and we now know a bit more about distillation and the recorded history, which pinpoints the word alcohol to 16th century England. Our final question is, what is a spirit? What type of alcohol is a spirit? Well, it comes down to one thing and one thing only, how they are distilled. And there's only a handful of them. Spoiler alert, wine is not one of them. So if you're invited to one of these spirited events and all the host has set up is some sort of wine bar, then you are well within your rights and reason to declare at the top of your lungs, wine is not a spirit. And then proceed to the front door and yell bah humbug as you leave. 
no, don't do that. That would be rude. And you'd probably hurt the host's feelings. But what you can do is think quietly to yourself, oh my God, they didn't listen to Joya's podcast. And then you can politely tell them that only tequila, brandy, vodka, gin, rum, and whiskey are considered spirits. They will still probably roll their eyes at you and ask, who is Joya? But don't let that get you down. We, you and I, will know that you're right. I digress. Join me on Instagram this week as I whip up four of this year's featured cocktails by Food Network. You've probably seen it on your social media. It includes a candy sparkler, gingerbread milkshake, and a couple other fun ones. I will also be making one of my OG Christmas recipes, Christmas cocktails, which is called Christmas in Paris. And it is a spirit, technically. So we'll have that. So have a lovely evening, and I hope tonight as you sleep soundly after a spirit or two, the chains of Christmas past do not wake you up. rate, review, share this podcast. Last week we got a review and I'm going to go ahead and read it. Not that I want to toot my own horn, but big fan 12311 said, very entertaining and fun. Love the interesting historical facts woven in two. Can't wait for more. Well, big fan, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I am, I'm like 99% sure that big fan 12311 might be my mom. So hi mom. Thank you. Thank you for your support. 